real person kind of way. The headlines with a little what the mixed in. So glad y'all tuned in to hang out with us again this week. Hey Jay, have you been eating better since our last episode? Yes, yes, yes. I have been eating at home more often and uh yeah, I've not been making my twice a day Burger King run. So yeah, I'd say healthier. Well, maybe Amanda's listening. She'll be proud of you. Maybe. I just gotta find a way to find make a make a fast food combo that's healthy. Hmm chicken sandwich four patty whopper no fry i think you need to go back and listen to last week's episode again (laughs) there's gotta be a way in there somewhere a weird combination of things oh my goodness did you try the kombucha beer I have not. I don't even know where to find kombucha beer. I'm sure if I headed toward it, oh my goodness i haven't linked in our show notes have you found kombucha beer Yes, I have it linked in our show notes so you, you know where it? to get it. Did you try No, it? I have not gotten it. Okay. Well, maybe I'll try this next week to get some, and I will definitely, maybe even on Instagram on the show, I will post a review, Jay's review of kombucha beer. You should, and a selfie with it, without looking like a turtle, okay? For the listeners out there wondering why my face isn't plastered everywhere, I don't know how to take selfies. I don't think I'm photogenic. People take good photos of me every now and again. I do not take good photos. Well, that's because you suck your chin in like a little turtle and just stick your chin out. I turn my head to look at whatever I'm facing, and if the camera is below my like shoulder, that's why if you're taking the selfie, you bring it to directly in front of you, and you don't suck your chin in like a little turtle. Well, I am sorry. That's just the way I stand. Like a turtle. (laughs) Like a human being looking down. Like a human being turtle. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Anyway, so I did tell you, and I, I wanted to find something that related to the theme of this week, mm-hmm. right? And something that's kind of a little, a little to the left and right of it, if you will, but something that I think that will help tie things in about the way, I guess, big brain people have thought about the world. So, big brain people, huh? Yeah, we, I think they call them scientists or something. Oh, uh, when did we start calling scientists big brain people? Well, because sometimes I think about some really off-the-wall shit that I'm like, even if you prove this, I don't know how I can apply it or how I actually, like, in a way, care about it, for lack of a better term. Okay, so what did these big brain people teach you? So, you know how we think of the whole world in three dimensions, right? Okay. So, so I'll, I'll hit this from two sides, because I was thinking about this more, and I think maybe it'll help explain everything. And by explain, I mean give you something to think about about why this shit can happen, I guess. That's probably a better way. So you're going to hit us with a little mental one-two punch now? Oh, oh, this is going to be a fucking uppercut if you think about it too hard. So, All right. So on the one hand, I want you to think about how we think of everything in three dimensions, right? Height, width, depth, right? Mm-hmm. So there's the dimensions on that side. And on the other side, think of how we always think about dimensions, how it's like this universe and then an alternate universe, like an alternate dimension, right? Everything. Do you think there's an alternate dimension? Well, follow me down this rabbit hole, and it's gonna get it's gonna get a little weird. Oh boy! So some people think X amount of dimensions, right? But they're saying more and more the way they look at it that there's infinite dimensions. So infinite parallel universes, but also that the dimensions also count against what we think of as the three dimensions, 
Jay, do I, Jay, do I need my tinfoil hat for this conversation? Somebody's probably wearing a tinfoil hat because of the conversation going, oh no. But one of those things, so, so if you were to take the third dimension out of a, I'll call it like you have a picture, right? Like you, you have a sphere and you. Right. Pictures are two dimensional. Okay, right. So think, think if you have a sphere on a desk, right? And you're looking at it from the side, you see the shadow. You see that it, it is deep, it is tall, and it is wide, right? That it is existing in. I thought we were pretending it was too. We're deep. getting there. We're getting there, right? So I'm just trying to help you get it. So imagine you move the camera or your point of view directly above it. So the light and everything. So it casts no shadow. Now the sphere is turned into a circle. Okay. Right? And if you took away the other dimension, it turns into a dot. That the thing gets weirder. There, they say there might be beings that travel in four-dimensional space and can literally like jump through things. Wait, they jump through what? Alternate dimensions. Like maybe time or space somehow falls into whatever makes the next one to go out, which maybe it is space. I don't know. Or maybe it's time. I don't really know if there's a fourth or maybe the fifth one time space. I don't know which one's four and five, but that basically things keep going to the point that if you think of like an ever expanding cube, that all of those cubes exist at the same time. You just aren't able to see it because you can't interact with things in that way. Why not? And at that point, things get really weird. I don't know, because humans don't have the innate ability to do fourth dimensional things. You know how when you go to the movies and watch a 3D movie, they give you 3D glasses? Do we just need 4D glasses? Maybe. Do you have any big brain friends that can make me some? (laughs) Don't worry, it'll come out on the the new iPhone. It'll have it iPhone 14, now in 4D. 5G, 4D. Or maybe it'll be 6G and 5D. I don't know. Jay, if I did not know 100% for a fact that you have never, ever done any drugs, I would think that you got a little stoned before this. (laughs) Well, as luck would have it, I honestly have never done weed in my entire life. And everyone knows because you just said done weed. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. I have never smoked, inhaled, ate weed. I don't know what what else. What other ways are to do it? I don't think there's an intravenous way to do it. But yeah, I've never... my goodness, all I was saying is, if I did not know this for a fact, I would wonder because I'm confused. No, it's really interesting to think about because, but as soon as you see like the point of view change to where the sphere you know exists that's still sitting there, now looks like a flat circle. It really kind of fucks with your head. It's like, well, if you could go from 3D to 2D by changing a camera. Listen, so you change the angle and you see a different thing, right? Mm-hmm. So when you change the angle of your selfie, your chin disappears oh and you look God. like a turtle. But when you do it properly, the chin is there. And we all know the chin is there. So I'm trying to blow your brain with the fact that there could potentially be alternate dimensions. And there's ways that scientists could eventually figure out how to slide us over into an alternate dimension or a fourth dimension to see more things and interact with more, I don't know, consciousness, whatever, cosmos. Cosmos are drinks. And you took it right back to my damn chain and a selfie. You're welcome. Hey, guys, don't worry about the fact that two multiple universes could be colliding together, which is causing some things in our which actually could be the fact that we shifted into an alternate dimension could cause what we're going to talk about later. But that was a big fear I heard about that is why people don't think of things the same is because we're not all from the same dimension. Jay, you definitely Worried sound yet? like you're from a different dimension right now. Yeah, I come from the dimension where apparently we don't all take selfies and live by the gods of Facebook. But, you know, whatever. I don't even have a Facebook. I just don't suck my chin into my I'm face sorry. when I take pictures. Gods of social media. 
we all know, well, not all, me and you know that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the only reason I'm on social media this much is for the show. Which is also a form of social media. <laughs> right, but it's because of oh. the show that I'm on Instagram and doing all this stupid stuff every day because you don't do it, so somebody has doing it to. Or the gram. You're right, I, d- I don't know how to do it. I know, but anyway. I'm smart about a lot of things. Like, I could build you the server to run all this shit, but I don't. And yet, you haven't built us the website. Uh, And there it is, listeners, if you're wondering why it's not up. (laughs) Been a little busy, but we'll get to it. Promise. You know what? Now that you're done ranting about me about selfies, I'm trying to give you interdimensional travel here, and all we can talk about is my chin on a selfie. So, since I'm going to say WTF anyway... Now for the WTF Noobs of the Week. A Swedish island is using medieval knights to safeguard against the spread of coronavirus. A tourist destination in Sweden, usually packed with tourists in the summer, is using medieval knights armed with lances ready to engage the virus in a duel. Okay, maybe not a duel, but they are patrolling popular hotspots, ensuring that the tourists minimize the risk of spreading the virus. Okay, okay. Lances, unless they're on a horse, really ineffective. They should just use swords. Um, I'm pretty sure they are on horses. They are on horses? I think. I don't know. Don't okay. quote me on that. If they have lances, they should be, right? Unless they're lancing people out of the way, I'd, I still think a sword might be more effective. Um, and when we say they're patrolling, are they literally going around and be like, you move away. You're too close. I no think crowding. it's more of just like, uh, Hey, right. this is funny. Take a picture with this guy. Cause they're fighting coronavirus kind of stupid shit. Well, I don't know if they understand how small the virus is, but I don't think a Lance is going <sighs> to hit it. My goodness. It's a funny thing. They're not actually. Oh, my gosh. I mean, technically, though, if they were to drop a lance and run through next to a crowd and the wind's blowing, they're probably actually going to hit some coronavirus. Okay. So maybe maybe they're onto something. They win. Medieval night, one million. Coronavirus, zero. Boom. (laughs) Until he catches it. Million to one. And (laughs) a bank robbery suspect blames coronavirus for making him rob a bank. Houston police say that a suspect handed a teller at Wood Forest National Bank a note blaming coronavirus during his robbery, you know, as one does. According to police, the note said, I didn't get a stimulus or that $10,000 loan. I lost my business to COVID, COVID, whatever I'm supposed to call it, Jay. COVID. So please... Make this easy and comply. I don't want to hurt nobody, but I will if I have to. And any suspicious moves and I will start shooting. So please go get my money. Don't make anything noticeable. And all I have to say to that is remember a few episodes ago when I was telling you how to say proper things? You should have listened to that because I don't want to hurt nobody means you want to hurt people. What you meant to say was you don't want to hurt anybody. So if you're going to do it, at least do it right. Well, I'm just going to start with Houston, Texas. Robbing a bank, blaming on coronavirus. I don't really feel like this person is uh, intelligent. <laughs> There's no way they actually thought they were going to get away with robbing a bank and then blaming it on. Well, COVID-19, I didn't get a stimulus check or a loan. So I'm going to rob you and you need to be okay with this. 
And but the thing is, if you didn't get a stimulus check, it's because you made a lot of money last year, right? Yeah. What was it? Seventy five or ninety five you had to make over something like that. Something like that. Yes. Yeah, I remember there being a number. I don't remember what it was. But the $10,000 loan, I don't remember that one. I think that was for small businesses, right? That's a small business loan, yeah. I'm not sure why they didn't get that, but hopefully bank robbery was not the reason. But you still wouldn't say, I don't want to hurt nobody, because that means that you want to hurt all the people. Well, yeah, but I think in a southern draw in a lot of places, double negatives are pretty common. That doesn't mean that they're right and okay. Just like you couldn't care less and you could care less mean two very different things. Irregardless. Oh <laughs> my goodness. Three weeks later, still got it. Anyway, <laughs> so this week we're talking about mm-hmm. the Mandela effect. Mm-hmm. Why do you always say mm-hmm? Because mm-hmm. I'm so excited to learn about these things. Because you have a very unique point of view on some of these things, and it just really draws me in. Usually because... Why do you always have to say that, that I have a unique point of view? Just because it's not the same as yours doesn't mean it's very unique. I'm not saying it's even like the other side of a topic than mine. I'm just saying you have you have a gift for bringing things to light in a way that you and I will go back and forth about, even if we're talking about the same thing and on the same side of an argument. Which is probably why this show works. I can literally be like, the sky is blue. And you're like, God damn right, it's blue. And I'm like, I'm agreeing with you. You're like, well, fuck you. It is blue. And I'm like, we're literally fighting because we're saying the same thing. I think you're being a bit dramatic. I don't think that kind of conversation has ever happened. All right. And the review for this one, listeners, let me know if Courtney's ever done that to you. In- <laughs> That's not even fair. Let me know who's dramatic. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, so. <laughs> Hashtag Defense. The Mandela effect, right? <laughs> so it's the phenomenon where a large group of people remember something mm-hmm. completely different than how it's documented oh yeah so i've heard about this in a few different ways and every time i hear about it i hear about some other thing that it has to do with like a different effect yeah i well yeah because the biggest one i ever heard about was in reference to star wars and i thought that was the mandela effect at the beginning and then i find out found out that is much bigger than. oh that. yeah there are like a bazillion Probably, but we are going to talk about 20 of them today. Before we get to those, the individual ones, the term was coined in 2009 by this Fiona Broom chick, right? So she has been a paranormal researcher since the 80s, mostly researching and writing about ghosts. That's so okay. Okay, so she was mostly writing about ghosts and she has a YouTube channel that has a lot of views and stuff, but not a ton of subscribers. But she was at Dragon Con or some sort of convention like that. Dragon Con. And was talking to her friends about how she could have just sworn that Nelson Mandela died in prison in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And somebody else was like, yeah, no, he totally did. I remember seeing it on the news. And somebody else was like, yeah, it happened. I remember it being a big deal. My mom made me watch the news that day. And they were like, yeah, um, actually, he died in 2013. So they started, instead of just being like, hey, you know the people that remember Nelson Mandela dying in prison? Instead of calling it that, they started calling it the Mandela effect. No, I think I feel like I remember it both ways, that one. That's weird. (laughs) So she's written 15 books in the series, The Mandela Effect, Major Memories. 
They're all available on Amazon, and we linked them in the show notes, but they're mostly from her website on comments and things. She also has a few other books that are about paranormal and hauntings and other weird stuff, specifically some stuff in Austin, so I think she might live in Austin. I don't know. She launched the Mandela Effect website in 2009 after that convention, and it didn't really get a lot of attention until 2015 when it went viral when the Berenstein Bears subject really blew up okay. and became like a big thing. And we'll get to the Berenstein Bears in a minute. Right. So my big thing, how does someone who researches ghosts and paranormal activity get into the Mandela? Because I just told you she was at that convention and talking about how she remembered Nelson Mandela dying in the 80s. So it literally was just like... This happened to me. It was weird. And then became a... And a bunch of other people were like, yeah, same. Paranormal air air quotes. You you guys can't see my air quotes when you listen. But I'm doing air quotes. Weird things, paranormal things happened to her. And then she just kind of went with it and then realized it was a lot bigger. No, she was was like talking to some friends and was like, hey, you know, the people that remember that. And they were like, yeah. And she was like, I was one of them too. And then she looked more into it and did some research stuff on it. Maybe she has a lot of questions like me. And was just like investigating a little bit and it kind of became a big hmm. thing a few yeah. years later with the Bernstein Bears stuff. Fiona's questions doesn't have the same ring to it. Maybe she could do graphs. Fiona's figures. I've checked out the website during doing the research for this week, right? Mm-hmm. Who can get lost on it? It's kind of like the old website re-hosted on a new one because people were like crashing it daily and stuff. But They have a thing on there where they discuss different markers that people believe in are related to a reality shift. And some of those are like, you know, the Chevron gas station. Chevron. Yeah. Little two little V's underneath it. Yeah. Yes. What colors are those? I know they're, they should be red and blue, right? Right. What order do they go in? Oh, no. Pop quiz. I think the red one's on the top and the blue's on the bottom. They're saying that they have shifted at some point in time. Wait, I said red on the top and blue on the bottom, didn't I? Yeah. But now they're blue on the top and red on the bottom. Yeah, I just looked at it. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. So they're saying that they think that that is a marker that... Wait. Yeah, because you know how I used to remember that? It was red, white, and blue. Mm Mm-hmm. So they're saying that they believe that that's a marker that is somehow related to the other effect changes as well. And then there was a whole nother thing about the letters A and E, and that really confused me no matter how much I tried to understand it. So I'm not even going to try to explain it to you, but I will link that in the show notes for anybody else who wants to look into that more after listening to this episode. Um, this is confusing. Yeah. That's why I did not fully understand that one. And I'm just going to link it in the show notes for everybody to be able to check out on their own if they want to be less confused. And if you do understand it, could you please send us a message and like explain it to me like I'm five? You just got to find somebody to place tech and six is what it sounds like. Like they're different. Yeah. So oh. anyway, if you understand it, please send us a message to explain it to me like I'm five. <laughs> and so this research and everything that she did started out as a hobby for her. And then after the Berenstein Bears went viral, she asked people to not call it a conspiracy because memories are real and conversations are real and the phenomenon is real, Hmm. according to her. And and ladies and gentlemen, now's the time to put on your tinfoil hat. So now we're going to talk about those 20 most commonly talked about effects. So the first one is the Nelson Mandela thing where 
People remember him dying in prison, but he died in 2013, not in prison. He became president after he got out of prison, right? Correct. So for some reason, I do remember him dying in prison. But then when I found out when he died in 2013 that he'd been president and then died, it was one of those like, that doesn't make any sense. I thought he was dead. But then just kind of let it go. So I don't wonder if it's one of those things that's like, hey, here's the reality of what actually happened. And people just go, yeah, that's weird. I don't know how that happened, but I'm going to keep walking. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really remember anything about him at all, ever, ever, ever until the Mandela effect. I just knew his name, like he was a person. I thought he had a like, Nobel Peace Prize from dying in prison. That's the other thing that I thought was a big deal, that he was like, I don't know if martyr's the right term, but that he died standing up for like this, the kind of the civil rights piece there, and that's why it was a big deal, because he died doing it. And then all of a sudden he's like, wait, he was president. Like, how did you get a Peace Prize for dying and then come back and then be president? I mean, I don't know. Maybe he has a time machine, so he just brought himself back. Maybe. I don't know. But on all the other ones, I didn't include that one. But all the other ones we're going to talk about today, I put on our Instagram throughout the week, like four or five at a time, to take polls to see what other people remember, which ones they remember. And I'm going to be letting you know the percentages on that as we talk about them, too. Yeah, some of these I may remember a different way than even everyone else does. I don't know. All right. So the Looney Tunes cartoons, which everyone remembers near and dearly growing up with. Mm Mm-hmm. Ever remembers it being spelled tunes as in t-o-o-n like cartoon right right and we have on the survey we have 69 percent of the people that were polled agree that it was t-o-o-n-s yeah because i don't understand why you would call a cartoon and spell it tunes like with a u as though you're talking about music because that doesn't make any sense apparently however that is what they say it has always been loony tunes t-u-n-e-s okay and so along with this effect they have it's called residue so i'm gonna try to explain this so that it makes sense that's like a conspiracy theorist that's gone crazy right you know how if you are like working and you're in an excel file and you have a formula and it puts an answer in one column and then you copy and paste it to a different square how if you change the number in the formula, the original one changes, but the second one doesn't? Uh, you had me all the way up until that last part. Okay, so you don't copy and paste the formula. You copy and paste the answer. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Right, so then you change the formula, and that answer will change, but the copied answer doesn't. Right. It stays the same. So that's what they're saying is the residue. So if... They change, or whoever they is, I don't know, an alien spaceship. We'll go with that. Deep state government. <laughs> the Illuminati. I don't know. But Ooh, so good one, good one. they change, they change <laughs> the formula, but the other things in life that have talked about it or referenced it or had pictures of it or something don't change, even though the actual thing changed. Okay, so that's what they call residue. For Looney Tunes, the only residue I could find is a pretty convincing one because it's the Space Jam DVD. And I don't know if you remember Space Jam, but if you don't, you're in trouble. Of course I remember Space Jam. So the description says the Looney Tunes spelled T-U-N-E-S. But if you look down in the bottom left corner, the trademark section, it's spelled T-O-O-N-S on the same thing. So I don't know if that's so much a 
thing that had changed from what it was before as they were using two different things and now they're just trying to be like, no, we never had it like that. But we found out, yeah, you do. I would say the trademark wins. Yeah. And that's why they had tiny tunes. T-O-O-N-S. Because they went from Looney Tunes and then there were tiny tunes. Yeah, it was like Bugs' nephew and that girl he never could yeah. date or marry or whatever. Yeah. So why would they change their names? Because the lizard people told them to. I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Don't worry, I'm wearing three sheets of tinfoil. They can't get to me now. The next one really bothers me, okay? (laughs) Like, I know 100% for a fact that I'm right on this one. The Berenstein Bears. Mm -hmm. There's this big thing about if it's Berenstein, S-T-E-I-N, or S-T-A-I-N. Okay, 92% of people said it's S-T-E-I-N. Wait, wait. What do you think it was, Jay? 92% of people said it was S-T-E-I-N? Yes. See, because I remember it a little different, and maybe because I just did it wrong. But I, th- I but I thought it was Berenstein Bears, like how it's Baron. I didn't have the extra E in there. So I had two E's instead of three. I thought it was Bernstein Bears. But you had the E on the Steen part? Yeah. All right, well, I'll give you that then, because that is, I'm telling you, I know for a fact that's what it was. Apparently, supposedly, I do not believe this at all. It is Berenstain and has always been Berenstain. But I know that is not a fact. Because I remember reading those books. They were like my favorite books. And it was Bernstein Bears. Because I can't think of a name, like an actual name other than that, that one that like ends in stain. Yeah, well, I just know that that's what it was. And then when I looked, there was some residue stuff, but some of it kind of looked photoshopped. So I didn't want to use that. Yeah. And I hate to use this to back me up. And it does on a few of these. I have that. Okay, I hate the show The Office. I hate it. I think it is the stupidest. I'm sorry, what? Yes, I think it is the stupidest show. There is no purpose. Yes, there is no purpose. It's just a bunch of people sitting around just being weird. I don't like it. It's stupid. I have been forced to watch it. And I'm like, I don't see. I'm not sure we can be friends anymore. I don't see what you see in this because this is dumb. You don't like Michael Scott. Michael Scott is the best boss in the world. You realize it's fake, right? It's a TV show. You're a TV show. No, I'm not. I'm a person. My name is Courtney. I'm your co-host. Fake news. No, okay. Anyway, so I think The Office is really stupid. It's a stupid, <laughs> stupid show. However. That makes me sad. I love The Office. Okay. Well, see, that explains some things. Uh, but. Wow. In season eight, episode 11, they go to a gay bar to win trivia money. And one of the team names was the Queerenstein Bears, spelled S-T-E-I-N. So why would they spell it like that if it was S-T-A-I-N? I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe they changed it from an A to an E to avoid a copyright infringement. But if they changed it to Queerenstein, um, um, that's not copyright. Well, maybe they didn't make it that much farther. No. You don't have to do that for copyright infringement. Or maybe there's more adult reasons why it would be Steen and not Stain. I mean, if you were doing more adult reasons, it would be with the A, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'm saying maybe they wanted to avoid that. Mm, maybe that yeah, right. On that stupid ass show. <laughs> wow. 
Again, I like that show. If you could not call it stupid. Well, if it was not stupid, I would not. All right. All right. It's the next one. Curious George, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone remembers him having a tail. On the percentages on this one, we have 17% remember him having a tail. Wait, so most people don't remember him having a tail? Yes. And this one with the people that we polled. Now, now, does that count of him having a docked tail? I think it's just tail or no tail, not like a nubby little tail. Wait, so a nubby tail doesn't count as a tail? It totally does. Bruno has a nubby little tail, and it's a tail. But I'm just saying, I don't think it's, like, specific. It's either tail or no tail. It doesn't matter the length of the tail. Oh, because I'm seeing him with no tail in all these pictures, and it's so weird. That's what the majority, the majority do in the research. The majority remember that. I'm just saying, for our poll, most people did not. But they were a lot younger and less people that watch Curious George or read Curious George. I swear, like, he had a tail at one point, and then he didn't, and it was like he had a dock tail, and it was always one of those, like, oh, something happened, he got injured, there's probably an episode about, like, how to deal with owies, and then Owies, huh? On. Is that the official word? Okay, it's a kid's show. Okay, but he's I, still an owie. Smart ass. But my point is, okay, what are So, Jay gets owies. How to deal with traumatic amputation, the five-year-old version, the kids are like, uh, we're done with this show. Ass. I just feel like at some point I saw him, and he had, like... I don't know, an inch and a half, two inch dog tail, like almost reminds you of like a dog tail on like certain breeds of dogs. He got nothing on his booty. Mm-hmm. I did not find any residue for that one. So is Curious George really just a really hairy kid? Maybe, I don't know. Raised by animals and So the show Sex Something, the City. <laughs> a lot of people remember it as sex in the city, but apparently in our thing too they only had 33 percent of that of people remembered it that way but apparently it has always been sex and the city hmm. and for the residue for that one in the movie forgetting sarah marshall he says i'm in sex in the city while he's sitting in a bar drinking a fancy martini i think <laughs> and on 30 Rock, the brown-haired chick, I've never watched it, so I don't know, but I saw the picture of it, like, frozen. So the brown-haired chick asks, did you see the Sex in the City movie? But I think that one could be more of some people say and, and some people have a different accent. Like, just now I said and, but it sounded like I said in. So I think that could just be a misunderstanding of people. Sex and the city. Okay, first of all, that's not what well, I sounded like. I'm not saying it's what you sounded like. I'm not making fun of you. I'm just. But I mean, they're saying that they remember seeing that on screen, like their TV guide on advertisements on things like that. I don't really know because I never watched that show. Well, I can say I can say it's very common. So I Google searched "sex in the city," mm -hmm. and everything that popped up immediately was "sex and the city." Right. But literally, almost as though Google at this point has made them ambiguous to each other. Like, it doesn't even care. In and whatever you'll get and the same. Right. Hmm. Then there's Febreze. Ooh, making things smell good. All right, all right. A lot of people remember it spelled Febreze. <laughs> I did. I spelled it wrong in the poll. Like, I have pictures of it on there and then still spelled it wrong. I remember it spelled Breeze. Okay, okay. Some remember it like F-E-B-R-E-E. -E. Z -E. We had 80% of people remember it that way. And then apparently it has always been F-E-B-R-E-Z-E. Because -E. my only thing with that is if it's already Febreze, why would they not name it Breeze like Breeze of Fresh Air? And why well, they it? did. I'm telling you, I remember seeing the bottle. It was like that. Okay. Okay. You know what? I'm, we're, we're, I'm doing this live. I have a bottle Febreze on my windowsill and I'm going to grab it. 
Well, I know. And now they're saying that it says that, but that's what I'm trying to tell you, that if you change the formula, that it's going to change. So no matter what it used to be, your bottle of Febreze is going to say 1E. It's going to say, well, I just need to see this now because now it's messing with me. Doing this live. I'm grabbing the Febreze. Bear with me, listeners. I'm grabbing the damn Febreze. No. No, 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 no. Okay. All right. I grabbed the bottle of Febreze. It definitely has one E. What the hell? When did this happen? Apparently, it has always been that way. But, you know, me and my research. So, I found some residue on that one. And the safety data sheet from 2005 has the product name as Febreze 2E's Classic HC-6780. I don't know what any of that means, but there were two E's in the breeze part. So there's that. Hmm. And then the trademark application for the Philippines has it spelled Febreze with two E's in the breeze. Now, another one, two E's, is it an F-E-B or F-A-B? E, and I don't know why I keep spelling it wrong on everything. Okay, I was actually curious if at one point it was Febreze. No, I just keep spelling it wrong for whatever reason. This one is an extra one that I had added in. It is not one of the ones we were going to talk about, but it's one I put on the poll. This, okay. The shoes made by Skechers. Is there a T in it? Is it Skechers or is it Skechers with no T? I th- wait. Like S K E C H E R S. Yes. Is that how it's? I don't think it had a T in it. Well, there's something wrong with you because there has always been a T. I'm telling you, there was a T. I used to wear those shoes. I would rock out the super stupid Skechers in like junior high, and there was a freaking T in it. I don't know where it went, but there was. There actually. Anyway. Hmm. Fruit Loops. All right, so Fruit Loops, right? Mm-hmm. So I definitely remember it being spelled fruit, like F R U I T E. Oh my god, wait, <laughs> I don't know where the fuck the E came from. <laughs> Sorry, apparently it's a little late at night here. Um, anyways, but it was definitely Fruit Loops, as though it was a banana circle Fruit Loop, not some other weird way of doing it. Right, and sixty percent of people agreed with that. Those people are right because. Spelling fruit loops any other way is just weird. And it's a toucan who would live in probably some kind of fruit bearing tree in the Amazon. So I don't know why he would spell it any other way. But apparently um, it has always been fruit F R O O T loops. Yeah, that's weird. It is. And for the residue on that one, you know how Ben and Jerry's makes um theme stuff and keeps their names similar? Yeah. With their ice cream? Well, they made some cereal-themed ice cream, and they had Coco Loco, Frozen Flakes, and Fruit Loot, and it was spelled F-R-U-I-T. And if it was the other way, wouldn't it have been F-R-O-O-T-L-O-O-T? I mean, it would make sense that they would match or not, but... Exactly. So that counts as residue. That makes it weird. Like... What the hell is a frut? It's because they use the where the U and the I used to be. Now it's two Fruit Loop pictures. Like a green and a purple Fruit Loop. I don't know how to find that word. Is that even a real word at all? No. Okay. It's not. And it's not what it used to be. It is a studio album by Marina. 
Don't ask me who that is. I have no idea. Marina okay. and Diamonds. Well, then, then there's the Monopoly Man. So, 73% of the people we polled remember him having a monocle. Yeah. Apparently, he's never had one. Lies. Exactly. I know he had a dang monocle. But for the residue on that one, in Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls, mm-hmm. Ace refers to a bald man in a suit with a monocle as the Monopoly Man. So why would they have given him a monocle if the Monopoly Man didn't have a monocle? And I also don't like this show, but... <laughs> you don't like which show? I'm sorry. <laughs> in The Big Bang Theory, in Season 5, Episode 8, mm-hmm. there's a reference to wearing a monocle, having a handlebar mustache, and that he would look just like the Monopoly Man that way. So... Everyone remembers him having a monocle. Because he did. He was a super rich dude. He was too good for glasses. So they only wore the monocle when he had. Maybe he just only needed one on one eye. Yeah. Yeah. Rich people, I don't know why he would be. It's not like he's a war hero or something. He does not all scarred up. (laughs) I didn't say he only had one eye. I just said maybe he only needed to be able to see out of one eye. He uses account for everything else? I don't know. Maybe he has like... Perfect vision in one eye and shitty vision in the other because he said some stupid crap and some his podcasting friend stabbed him in the eyeball. Well, that's another one too. Speaking of the Monopoly man, is do you ever remember him being called like Uncle Moneybags or Pennybags or something yeah. like that? Isn't that not his real name too? That's his real name. It is. Mm-hmm. But Monopoly Man isn't, right? And it was one of those. Right, but it's just the Monopoly Man. He's the man on Monopoly. That's not his actual name. Well, his name is indeed Rich Uncle Pennybags. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like I knew him by another name. I feel like you're just trying to be difficult now. Whoa. Here we go. Here's one that, that actually got changed, right? His name was Rich Uncle Pennybags until 1999. And then he turned into Mr. Monopoly. <laughs> so maybe in 1999 is when they took the monocle off and then they're just trying to lie to us all and say, oh, no, he never had one. No, maybe, maybe he did have one and you guys are just trying to cover your butts because you had to change it because it offended someone. Hmm. Yeah. And they're, they're, I think I just solved that trying one. To say that perhaps the confusion is because Mr. Peanut. No, it is not because I'm not, I don't, cool. Mr. Peanut has a monocle too, but I never played Monopoly with Mr. Peanut, but guess what? I've played Monopoly and that game goes on forever. So you look at the box and you're like, oh my God, is this game ever going to end? And guess what? You see Mr. Monopoly man and he had a damn monocle. JP Morgan had a monocle mother. Did he? It looks like uh, there's a picture of him. It looks like on the interwebs of JP Morgan. Maybe that's who the Monopoly Man was made after and it offended someone. So if he had one and that's who he was made after, then why would he not have one? So Monopoly is just lying to us. Milton Bradley, (laughs) we're on to you. We know that he used to have one. Just admit it. Stop trying to be cool so people remember Monopoly exists because there's 557,000 versions of it. We all know you exist. Mm. So stop trying to be part of the Mandela effect because... We have real shit to talk about, like the freaking Berenstein Bears. <laughs> so, just Monopoly solved. That's no longer part of it. I solved it. You're welcome. <laughs> and that, listeners, <laughs> is why we solved America. All right. So, so actually, this one I kind of remember because, you know. Of course you do. Because I have kids' ass. 
Oh. Or because you played this. No, I played Pokemon Go for like a week when it was cool. I'm talking about in high school with the cards at that table no, where you guys I'm... played like Magic too. Okay, I did. I will admit I did play Magic in high school a bit, but I never played uh, Pokemon. <laughs> I just think what the other name of the game was. Yeah. Act like we didn't go to the same high school and you guys played Magic and Pokemon and all kinds of other weird I stuff. You set up the table right magic. behind me. I'm not saying people didn't do anything else. I only played Magic. And that was also... How is that a defense? <laughs> I've seen you dance in spandex. Shut up. <laughs> okay, yeah. You make fun of me because our school picked a god-awful ugly uniform. But you chose to play Magic and Pokemon. Anyway, get to Pikachu. Magic ass. Magic. Only magic. Yes, <laughs> Pikachu. Everyone remembers him having a black and yellow tail, right? Like, especially like the black tip on his tail and the black tip on his ears, right? Yes. 82% of the people that we polled remember him having the black stripe on his tail. But it turns out, Pikachu, all yellow. And see, I should have, I just thought about this. I should have sent my friend Taryn a message because if anybody knows this for a fact, she would know. So if you're listening, which you should be because I told you to, <laughs> then I need you to send me a message and let me know yeah, if it nice. changed. Have the black tip on Because she tail. would know. However, I do see a brown spot near the base of his tail. Yeah, but that's the same on both of them. It's just whether the black stripe is at the end of his tail or not. Mm. Then there is the Kit Kat bar. So, oh. 75% of the people that we polled remember it having a hyphen in between Kit and Cat. So, we all know, Jay, that you just take a bite out of a Kit Kat because you're psychotic. So, <laughs> we're not necessarily going to believe whatever you remember in this one. But, apparently, it, there has never been a hyphen. There's never been a hyphen? Supposedly. Now, see, I, I'm going to go 50-50 on this one, and here's why I say this. I... Remember the old rapper having a right, hyphen. like it may just have been something that changed, like, but apparently Kit Kat is saying that it never changed. But yeah. they could just be. And then I thought the logo changed, and then now. Yeah, that back. could just be like the monopoly. They're trying to stay relevant by being part of the Mandela effect, because I solved monopoly, so maybe that's what happened with Kit Kat. I couldn't really find any residue from that because who's going to take pictures of stuff like that or remember things like that? It's friggin' Kit Kat bar. The only people are going to take pictures is people watch you eat it because you take one bite out of it like a psycho. Why is everything I do wrong to you, woman? Because it is wrong. Uh, Everybody knows you break the Kit Kat into the little pieces and you eat the little piece. You don't just take a bite out of it. I do that sometimes. You should do that every time. Okay, if it's 100 degrees outside and it's going to melt on my fingers to touch it. Is it is not going to melt it. on your fingers in the amount of time it takes to break the little pieces. And guess what? You hold it okay. in the wrapper and break it and then it's not on your fingers anyway. Okay, and then how am I supposed to take it out? So I'm going to break it into pieces and then eat them individually in the wrapper. You have half the wrapper open. You break the piece off that's up there, uh -huh. holding the other three pieces with the wrapper still. So then you eat that piece and then you do it uh -huh. again and then you do it again and you don't take a bite out of it like you want to watch the world burn. <laughs> then this one is super for real, for real messed up. Okay. So Fruit of the Loom. Uh-huh. 86% of the people that we polled remember the label having the cornucopia behind the fruit. Hence the fruit of the loom. Well, it's... fruit of the loom says that there's never been a cornucopia. Oh. And fruit of the loom is a damn liar. Okay. I remember this because when I was little, I had fruit of the loom stuff. And 
I remember asking my parents what that thing was because I didn't know what a loom was. And that's how I learned what a cornucopia was. So how do I misremember how I learned something? Uh, Riddle me that, Batman. I'm just going to say, how can all people remember it being in the same position and then somehow everyone is wrong? Uh, Because we're not wrong. For the residue on this one, there's actually some pretty cool stuff. I remembered one time when I was doing research on this before, when I texted you, like, super confused about all this stuff, that I saw an article where a girl asked her dad, who used to work at Fruit of the Loom, and he said that he knows for a fact that there was a cornucopia because he used to look at that stupid cornucopia every single day. But I could not find that again to link it in the show notes, so just take that one with a grain of salt, I guess, whatever. But... There's also a soul album from the 70s called Flute of the Loom. And the illustrator for it, I saw this big thing online and I sent him an email asking him if he could validate whether that conversation actually happened or if somebody was just trying to look cool on the internet. And at the time that we are recording this, I have not gotten an answer on that whether it was valid or not but if i do get an answer before it before this goes live or even at any point afterward i will add that a little note in the show notes to let you know but the guy who did the illustration for it it's a flute that he turned to look like a cornucopia and when somebody asked him you know why did you do that and he was like i don't know i looked at a shirt or something that i had and saw the fruit of the loom thing And that's why I made it look like that, because if it didn't have a cornucopia, why the heck would I put a cornucopia out of a flute? Like, that wouldn't make any dang sense. So I'm still waiting to find out if he for sure actually did that. The website that I saw it on and all the, like, proof and stuff that I saw looked very legitimate, but I just also wanted to reach out to them and find out for sure before I put a lot of emphasis on that. So I just think that Fruit of the Loom's full of shit because it had a cornucopia. I'm looking at residue talking about things about when they changed it. Right, but they're trying to say that they never did. Right, because the headline literally calls it like the cornucopia of jobs cut. Talking about Fruit of the Loom Inc. would slash its U.S. workforce by 12%, blah, blah. But why would they call it cornucopia of jobs if it wasn't in the logo? And there are a lot of articles like that that say cornucopia when it's uh, related to Fruit of the Loom for whatever reason. Or how it was the logo was originally a cornucopia swollen with an apple, blah, 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 and they added the grape cluster later. Mm-hmm. So how do you add something to the cornucopia when indeed... When there supposedly never was one, hmm? Yeah. Right, so that's weird. The next two are food, and I'm really hungry right now, so this is totally not fair. 44% of the people that we polled... Remember it being C H E E Z dash I T Z. But apparently there has never been a Z. So cheese it versus cheese its. Correct. With a Z. Correct. You don't have a box of these in my. But we've already been over this. It's (laughs) going to change. Whatever you see is going to be the new thing. It changed. It's what you remember, not what it is now. And also, don't keep food in your nightstand. Not in the nightstand. There's like the shelf there, and it's 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 good. It's Gucci. Into another dimension, my tinfoil's wearing off. But what if it's always been cheese it, like the singular, but we say, I'm, you never eat, it's like potato chips, right? You never eat just one. Um, But I say that about Oreos, and if you remember last week's episode, Amanda said she only eats one, so somebody out there probably only eats one. Uh, Yeah, masochists and the devil. All right, take your pick. 
Whatever. Ooh, I'm going to tell Amanda when she comes back on here again, she's going to get uh, you. She's the masochist. Like, only a dietitian who's that worried about that and has that kind of weird discipline to know what's going on there is going to be like, I'm eating one Oreo because I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to treat myself to an entire box of Oreos. And then we're good. So speaking of Oreos, 63% of the people that we polled remember it spelled double stuff, S-T-U-F-F, Oreo. Supposedly there's only ever been one F. It's definitely, it's got more junk in the trunk. It is double stuff. It is double the stuff being the nice. See, I always thought it was stuff, duh, like E-D at the end. I kind of did too, but (laughs) we're going to argue the one F right now. And then, okay, so there's the show, The Flintstones. 38% of people we polled, but the majority of people, when talking about the Mandela effect, remember it as Flintstones with only one T. Flint, not Flint. Yeah, the Flintstones. But apparently it has always been the Flintstones. Like I'm singing the song on my head, and all I hear is Flintstones, not Flintstones. I think we may have just been saying their name wrong for like our entire lives, though. Yeah, because this is another one of those things. Like, I can believe this being flint stones because if you think about it, flint stone makes more sense than a prehistoric whatever, right? Flint being fire starting stone. Right. I think that that might be more like sex in the city where it's just the way that you say it. Then there is... I got strong opinions on this The one. color chartreuse. Oh, boy. 75% of the people that we polled think that it is kind of a pink color. Yes. Like a flower. When in all actuality, it is a really ugly green. So here's my only two cents to make me feel better about this one is that someone held up a flower when we were little and be like, this is chartreuse. And we're like, oh yeah, the pretty pink petals. When really they were pointing at the really like not so pretty green part that was going out to the blossom. I remember having a conversation in the backseat of the car. My parents were driving somewhere and I remember saying, I learned that chartreuse was this really ugly green, but I remember saying the exact words, but doesn't it sound like it should be pink or something? Yes. I don't know if it changed. It may have changed or if it just sounds like a pinkish color. I don't know on that one. I'm calling Crayola and telling them to change it. I think they own colors anyway. Chartreuse is not pink, thanks. So this one bugs me. The movie Forrest Gump. 87% of the people that we polled remember the famous quote from that movie as life is like a box of chocolates. Apparently, though, it has always been life was like a box of chocolates. And I call bullshit on that. I'm going to call bullshit because of the grammar of the sentence. If it was that, it would not fucking make sense. Life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Because he said, Mama always said. See, I feel like he said that once and didn't finish that quote out. But the entire quote that everyone remembers, life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Why would it be past tense and then like future tense? Mm -hmm. That makes no fucking sense. No one talks like that. Like he's not Yoda. He's not speaking like backwards and infinitives. Like it's just not, it's not there. Right. So again, hate this show. In the office... (laughs) season five episode 17 pam references forrest gump whenever she says sales is like a box of chocolates you never know which vendor you're going to get forrest gump so you know she said is in that one and the one that proves it to me the screenwriter says that he wrote life is like a box of chocolates okay so this next one really bugs me these all bug you. <laughs> no, this one is right up there with the Berenstein Bears yeah. and Fruit of the Loom. 
Like, I know for a fact, I know what I'm talking about on this one. 92% of the people that we polled, remember in Snow White, when looking in the mirror, she said, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? Mm -hmm. Apparently, it has always been magic mirror on the wall. I remember the name of the object being the magic mirror. But she says mirror, mirror. She would say, yeah, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all, I think was how it went. Yes, that's how it went. So for the residue on that one, in the show Once Upon a Time, and I don't have the episode in season number, I think it's season... It's one of the later ones because I was watching it the other day is how I know this one. But they say mirror, mirror. And so that's about it. But in Walt Disney's first televised program, he stands up and addresses the mirror saying mirror, mirror on the wall. Walt Disney himself said mirror, mirror on the wall. Did he get confused too? Did he misremember it? He's just from our reality. That's all it is. Everyone else is moving in. No. And the book Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs that came out in 1973 says mirror, mirror on the wall. I mean, if that's the book that everything was based on, that sounds like it has to be right. Right. And Walt Disney himself said it. I feel like you're winning right now. Uh, All right. So this one I really, really had issues with when people told me that I was not right with it. Your favorite, my favorite, probably everyone's favorite one of the Mandela effects. All right, so Star Wars, right? Everyone remembers that classic line where he's hanging there in the bottom of the station after he cuts his arm off. 75% of the people that we goes, pulled. Luke, I am your father, right? And he goes, no, you can't be my father. Right, that whole dramatic thing. Well, I got some sad news for you. Apparently, all he actually says is, I am your father. I got a message when... I was doing the poll from somebody and I haven't really looked into it much. And they said that it's actually neither for the Luke, I am your father or I am your father. And I looked up a little bit and it's something else now says it says, no, I am your father. Wait, what? It's changed again? Yes, since yesterday. I remember having a conversation about the whole Luke, I'm your father. I'm your father. Like whether or not Luke was said years ago. And. I feel like it's only changing again. Yeah. So one weird thing would be is to track this and see if any of these things add a third option or it changes again. Because if it's changed again from the time that we verified these things now. Yeah, because I did the research last week. And then yesterday, somebody told me that it was neither one of those were right. And I Googled it and it said, no, comma, I am your father. Ah, no. Nope. Nope. Fake news. Nope. I don't like it. This is made up just to make us feel bad. You know what? Maybe here's tinfoil hat time. What if they're actually changing the things so that if you ever got called out for something, you're like, no, I know it's this. Like, well, what do you think Looney Tunes is? Oh, it's Looney T-O-O-N-S. Oh, you're wrong. It's U-N-E-S. You can't remember that. How could you remember this? What if eventually it's just all going to drive everyone crazy because everything you thought you knew, you don't because someone just went in and changed it? And here's the problem, too, with digital age things, right? They could literally go through with, like, graphics and change everything overnight. You would wake up the next morning and have no idea it changed until you looked for it six months from now. No record whatsoever of the original. Silence of the Lambs, right? Classic movie. Jo- yeah, Jodie Foster walks up to Dr. Lecter, walks up, and he smells her perfume there awkwardly. Actually, I don't think he even turns around and just goes, 
Hello, Claire Reese, and that creepy voice. Well, 64% of people agree with you that he says, hello, Clarice. Mm -hmm. But apparently he never said that. He said, good evening, Clarice. Um, No. No. Mm. Well, that's what it says. And the only residue I could find from that is from Lizzie McGuire. In season two, episode 11, they quote it as Hello, Clarice, but I am sure that there are a lot more things that I can use as that because everybody knows that's what it was. This one also really bothers me because I know for a fact that I'm right on this one too. I don't know if you watch Mr. Rogers, but I watch Mr. Rogers all the time. And I always wanted to take the trolley to the whatever other world because the castle looks super cool. But I also liked whatever it was that lived in the tree because the tree looked really (laughs) awesome inside too. That's how you get abducted. (laughs) So anyways, but I loved Mr. Rogers. I watched Mr. Rogers all the time. I watched him with my grandpa. My grandpa and I used to sing the song. 83% of people that we polled Remember it as, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Hmm. That's what it was. It was the, I sang the song in my head when I saw this. It is a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Apparently, he never said that. And it was a beautiful day in this neighborhood. That doesn't even make sense. That's not even right. There's no. What? Because why would you say in this neighborhood? Right. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Like, hey, I'm going to walk outside. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. Like, that sounds like you're an asshole. And Mr. Rogers was not an asshole. No, he's a gorgeous man. The best residue I could find for this one, in the PBS show Arthur, which I watched that too. I also thought it was really good. In season two, episode episode one, Binky is making fun of Mr. Rogers because he was coming to see Arthur or something and sings the song and sings It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Now, why would another show in the same network mess it up? I mean, you make a good point. I'm still upset now that Binky's making fun of Mr. Rogers. Well, take that up with Binky. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to write them. Those are 20 of the most, we actually touched 21, but 20 of the most popular Mandela Effect things. There are hundreds of them. When I started looking, holy cow. We linked in the show notes, there are the books where Fiona Broom, where she had the website and everything and she made those books. They're linked in the show notes for you to get on Amazon. I think they're free on Kindle, actually, with our link. And you can see all the other things but what there nobody seems to agree on is what causes the mandela effect so doctors think it could be false memories like people think they remember something but they remember it wrong but how do complete strangers have the exact same false memories right they don't they should survey people like that and be like 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 the uh monopoly man right which eye did he wear his monocle on left one that's what i would say i i actually remember it because i remember looking at it and it being on the right side which would be his left eye yeah why would we having not talked about this beforehand both go monocles on that side because we're right yeah like maybe there's some big conspiracy out there like who knows doctors also call it confabulation which is a memory error i think doctors are in on it they're just in on it. But it goes back to the whole thing. If I have a, an error and I think blue is yellow, 
okay, I may be colorblind. I just don't know what colors I'm talking about. We're whatever. I have a brain injury. Who knows? But how do me and 6,000 other people have the exact same bad memory error? Right. You just like, don't. Do we, get, do we get sprayed with magical cornucopia dust off of a chemtrail on an airplane? Yep. <laughs> I remember this because I was sprayed with memory-altering foam. I, it's just... It seems too crazy to think that so many people have the same misrecall or something. And that's when they get into like the conspiracy theories, all the other different reasons. So some people say it's because we have parallel universes that like cross each other and one universe had one thing and one the other. And apparently somebody walked through the mirror. I don't know. Some people think it's that. Some people think it's a glitch in the Matrix because we're living in a simulation. Well, maybe it runs on Windows and we had to reboot. I don't know. Then other people (laughs) think that there are alternate universes or multiple timelines. I saw some stuff where people think it's the result of time travel where somebody went back in time, changed something, and then that caused a bunch of other change. So what's that, like the butterfly effect? Yeah, the butterfly effect. So somebody butterfly affected and worn a different timeline than we were originally supposed to be on. Because of time travel. Which I guess could explain 2020, Whoa. maybe. Now, would that mean that maybe someone else's timeline bumped into ours and they followed it somehow? I don't why know. Us coming from the original, or maybe they're the original, and we're a break off that we remember a cornucopia and they don't when we hit. More I don't, don't know. It. I don't know. But I do know that when I was doing this research, I got into some weird places on the internet, some very weird ones with some people that I'm pretty sure have not left their parents' basement in 10 to 20 years. <laughs> so I found some weird things. And apparently one of those guys is a time traveler and he'll be back tomorrow, which is really in 10 years, to tell us about something. So, you know, hold out for that one, well, I guess. Hmm. Maybe he's just trying to fix things. He's going back over and over, and every time he fixes something... Well, he keeps jacking it up. If he'd have just left that, you know, whatever, firecracker in an old boy's mailbox, none of this would have happened, and someone would have had just some burned mail, and that would have been it. That's a felony. Don't do it. I'm not, oh, I'm not telling anyone to do that. I'm just saying that... And then the final super conspiracy, and I think is the most conspiracy conspiracy and not wackadoo conspiracy is that it's some sort of like psyops where they're trying they're whoever they is again illuminati um are trying (laughs) i'm gonna get whacked after this episode (laughs) they're either trying to (laughs) see what they can convince people of or they're convincing everybody that it wasn't that and then like in 2040 they're gonna be like hey guys um so we declassified this and yeah we've been fucking with you it really was the berenstein bears with an e it is yeah and i'm gonna see that and i'm gonna be like i told you and everybody around me is gonna be like you told me what again again what if what if america's turning into the largest treatment show type thing ever where everything is planned and manipulated and you don't know what's real and what's not again jay did not do drugs before this episode <laughs> No, no, I just, I sometimes like to think outside of the box, like, which is strange because generally my life is pretty regimented, but sometimes it's one of those, like, if you stay within the lines, nothing ever changes, but who's to say that the box isn't changing? Exactly. Be real. Color outside the lines. <laughs> I used to have a t-shirt that said that. I bet you did. <laughs> I don't know. And I know we always talk about the things I just need to know. I need to know what the hell is going on. Like, what is it? Somebody just, like, 
DM me and tell me, be like, Courtney, you can't share this with anybody, but it's blah, 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 blah. And I'll be like, thank you. Now I know. I'll be quiet. So I'm going to like freak out if somebody. uh, Disclaimer, just saying, I'm going to put this out right now. Be careful inviting people into your DMs. You're gonna get some really weird shit. Not my DMs, the show's DMs. Okay, I don't want to read the. I want to read the weird shit when you invite people into the DMs. Yeah, well, I want the <laughs> Illuminati. I mean, just meet me at Taco Bell Illuminati because we know you got them. Send me a message and be like, "Yo, girl, we're just messing with everybody's head. Do you want to be part of it?" And then if I all of a sudden right. you guys tell you that it was the Baron Stain Bears, <laughs> then you know what's up. Illuminati, I'll tell her to shut up. Don't worry about it. But I think they would shut me up themselves. I'm just kidding. The Illuminati is not real. Don't believe in them. Not real. That should cover me, right? The Illuminati believe in you. That's all that matters. <laughs> I also want to know when the sun turned white and stopped being yellow. Okay. I actually found something that will help you with this. The sun itself has always been white. No. Right? It's it's a big ball of... Nope. The reason you've always nope. seen it as yellow is because when it comes through the atmosphere, it looks yellow. No, it doesn't. It looks white because it burnt my little eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go take a picture of the sun, but unfortunately, it's dark right now. Also, you're not supposed I'm... to take pictures of the sun. With my camera. I don't give a shit. Anything well, you've got to look at your camera, don't you? It'll burn your little eyeballs. It used to be <laughs> yellow. I remember is- it being so much softer. <laughs> and now it's like, ah, I'm, the, I'm the sun. <laughs> I'm sorry. What does it sound like? <laughs> you better not. Oh, this all makes the show, guys. <laughs> You have to share this moment with me. That's what it's like. Instead of being like, hello, I'm the sunshine. It's like, oh, I'm the sunshine. It's just not nice. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say that maybe, I don't know, that a lot of memories of looking at the sun as a child are probably inside of like school or maybe on a playground. I'm not talking about as a child. I'm talking about like five years ago. Five years ago, you were looking up at the sun? Yeah, I was on a beach. Don't stare at the fucking sun. I had sunglasses on it and it was nice and soft. Today I had sunglasses on and it was like, ah, I'm going to get you. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, maybe there's a reason. Maybe it's some kind of change in the way we've fixed or unfixed atmospheric things. Like, I know we've. Well, I don't like it. I know. We should just go back to the old school days. and Back when it was the Berenstein Bears. Yeah. <laughs> if that was. Uh... And what happened to the movie Shazam? The one with Sinbad in it. Because I know I saw that movie. So what happened to it? It was not Kazam. It was not Shaq. It was Sinbad. It was in Shazam. And it was real. Oh, dear God. Okay, there's there's some stuff about this. Yeah, because it's for real. Whoa. Released in early 1994. D- disappearance early 2000s. Yeah, it was real. I saw it. it I remember seeing it. And apparently Sinbad... Yeah. Sinbad's in on it because he said he was never in it, but he said, oh, I wore a genie costume one time doing some movie watch thing. Bullshit. Bullshit. I know you were in it. I saw the movie. Try again, Sinbad. I don't believe you. Yeah. So apparently it really hurt Sinbad's career, which might have been part of the reason why it went away. How could it have hurt his career if he was never Hmm. in it? Yeah, everybody's like, I remember this show. Yes, because it was real. The gumball scene they mentioned. I don't remember the gumball scene. I don't know, but I do want to know, and this is what I really think it is with all this stuff. I don't honestly think it's the Illuminati. I just think it's funny to say that. I don't think that there's like parallel universes, glitches in the Matrix, anything like that. You don't? I don't. I think someone 
and this is what I want to know. This is actually a question, but it's also what I think. I want to know, is someone or a group of people just gaslighting the masses? I mean, that would be the way to do that. Go back to kind of the psyops thing is that people are just like, no, you're all wrong. And people are like, ah, maybe we're wrong. And you're like, no, I know I saw this with my own eyes. And then they're like, no, you did not see this with your own eyes. That did not happen. No, it didn't. Until you're like, well, shit, maybe it didn't. Even though I know it did. I think we're just being gaslighted as like a country. It is just yeah, the biggest misinformation. Or a world even. Like that would be crazy to think about. Yeah. I want answers. Ah. I need answers. So I know you've got a lot of questions and sometimes you have answers too. So let's hear what you got. Well, this week I decided to have answers about memory because people try to tell you that your memory is jacked and it's not. Okay. Our brains can can store a countless amount of information. So the actual amount of information that researchers say that your brain can store is equivalent to the storage that would be required for 3 million hours worth of TV. 3 million hours worth. Mm-hmm. So no reason why I should never remember, you know, or forget Sinbad or something else. Right. Hmm. So a good night's rest helps with storing better memories. Right. Up. So if you're sleepy, your memories are going to suck a little bit. Makes sense. More if you're really tired, they're going to suck more than if you are well-rested. Walking through a doorway triggers your brain to forget because it serves as an event boundary in your mind. So when you walked into the other room to get something and you're like, shit, I forgot what I was going in here to do, you are not going crazy. It is actually because you walked through a doorway. I, I've heard about this. I know a guy who actually knows that this effect exists and it's so bad for him. That is a thing where he'll walk looking for something and literally put his hands out. And I've seen him do it, like stop himself in a door jam will not go through it and be like, I am looking for this and will say it to himself out loud before he walks through. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can walk back through that doorway and remember it. So if you're struggling to remember something, go back through the doorway you just came through and it will sometimes trigger you to remember. I've done that. I've, I actually did that yesterday. I could not remember what I was looking for. I walked backwards, walked through the door back into the room I came from. And I was like, oh, yeah, I need this. Yeah, and if you are struggling to remember something, close your eyes because it cuts out distractions and you can actually remember better that way. Hmm. I'm going to try that. People suffering from depression have a harder time remembering things. Really? Yeah, it's the serotonin levels in your brain. And good memories stick out better than bad ones. So it is easier for you to remember something good that happened than something the bad that happened. Really? Mm-hmm. I figured bad memories would stick better, but I guess it's one of those things like when you have traumatic events or near-death experiences, you forget it. Yeah. And you forget things around it and everything else. You just have to trigger stuff. But those are my answers for the week. And Jay, you did have an answer for our Instagram gift card winner, right? We did that through what an app that picked it, correct? Yes, yes, yes. And hats off to this Instagram. Uh, I don't know what you call it. Handle is, is it an Instagram? It's a Twitter handle. It's an Instagram handle. I would I would guess. All right. So <laughs> now that I've had this huge buildup for the gift card winner. All right. So. And I'm going to try not to laugh as I say this out loud. You're going to hurt this poor person's feelings. Oh, well, I'm not trying to hurt the feelings. It is just a very humorous. But anyway, the gift card winner is at the Georgia Tickler. So if that is your Instagram handle, we've got some gift card money coming towards you. I believe it was Starbucks this time, if I remember right. Right. 
It is. It's a $15 Starbucks yeah. gift card. So if that is your Instagram handle, then send a DM to the show's Instagram and we will get your yeah, email and send that out to you. Caramel frappe. Georgia tickle your throat. It's great. My God. Why did you? Say I don't know if that's a verb or <laughs> what? I don't know. I didn't but, the name. So this episode goes out on Tuesday. So if we have not received anything back from you by the following Tuesday, I'm going to give you a little time to listen to the episode. Then I will send a, or I will add that screenshot of the winner to our stories for everybody to see too, in case you didn't hear the episode. Yeah. Send us a video of you drinking some sweet Starbucks. Tag us. Tell us thank you for your Starbucks. Mostly because I want to see the name Georgia Tickler show up on my timeline. (laughs) And we will put you on. Um, our stories for thanking you for the Starbucks. But I think that is all the time that we have for today. So thank you so much for hanging out with us while we talked about how it's the damn Berenstein Bears with an E. (laughs) Other common Mandela effects and why you forget what you're doing when you walk into the next room. If you have answers to any of my questions, like what the heck is going on, Um, that went unanswered today or have killer questions of your own or a particular guest that you would like to have on a future episode, then head over to our Twitter at Coey's Questions, our Instagram also at Coey's Questions or our email still Coey's Questions and let us know. (laughs) Is it Coey's Questions or has it changed? Tune in next week for Coey's. We'll get to a bit of questions.com. Anyways. Yeah. No, a little too rough. Well, yeah. And, and, you know, since you guys hang you know, enjoyed hanging out with us so much and uh, hopefully your minds aren't blown and your tinfoil's not on fire. Uh, <laughs> don't forget to subscribe and like, right? You know, give us all the attention you can. Leave that review, that fifth star. I'm going to keep bringing it Share it with friends. Healthy. Yeah. Hopefully you remember me mentioning Tires with a Gold Leash a few months ago now, I think. Because if you don't, maybe you are from another dimension than I am. Uh, <laughs> we can figure that one out later. But yeah, no. Definitely let us know. If you want to hear something or get somebody on the show, let us know. Absolutely. And we will be back next Tuesday to hang out, question everything, and maybe learn something along the way. <laughs>